Our Heavenly Father, it is with such a marvelous wisdom that you give us this Word of God, the, the Bible, the, your Holy Word, that we have come to search and seek understanding. So please send your Holy Spirit to lead, guide, and direct all of our thoughts and our discussions that we may glorify you in the precious, lovely name of Jesus. Amen. Uh, the first half of the seminar, we will be learning scriptures that come from our Seventh-day Adventist 28 Fundamental Doctrines. We have an introduction video on YouTube that tells about the program that you can watch for more information or stop by the booth and you can talk with us. We'd like to take full advantage of the time we have to experience this new technique of memorizing, so let's get started. Today, we'll be memorizing five scriptures about Jesus' second coming with Bible-rich pictures. And our first question is, what is the purpose of Jesus' second coming? And we have a key text that we're looking for. The answer from this text is, receive you. And we find the answer in John 14. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. The icon for John is the world and the hands, because John is the fourth gospel, and it tells about Jesus being God. <clears throat> and so in chapter 1, it says that he made, there was nothing made that was not made without him. So this will be in all of the John chapters. And our first picture here is going to be, and if I go and prepare a place for you. So this one is made into uh, a man representing Jesus. And he is standing by this four made into a house and that he's preparing it. So you can think that he is making a house for you. And the hands also you can connect in John that he, that's where he's preparing a house for you. And then down here we have a small four with three people standing on it. You can think it's Peter, James, and John that he was talking to. And then our next 14, since it's in John 14, is I will come again. So this one is Jesus coming in the clouds and receive you. So you can think of the hands that are going to receive his um, apostles that he was talking to unto himself and then this is that where I am there ye may be also and if we go back to the first verse in the in our next slide will tell us the first verse that said in my father's house so it's up in the clouds and this is his father's house are many mansions and if it were not so so we put a line across that to represent it not being so, I would have told you. So here he's telling the apostles, if it wasn't so, I would have told you. It made into a one and a four. And this was from the uh, verse we're memorizing, that I go to prepare a place for you. So that's where we're getting this picture from in the next slide of this. And so that's where he is. Jesus is going to be in the mansion. And then the apostles will be with him in his father's house. That's the place where he's going and preparing a place for us. So you can see there's a lot of 14s, 1s and 4s, so that you can get that in your mind, that this is the phrase that goes with John 14. And we'll say it together like this, John 14. If I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you, unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. And John is, as God, the, the gospel about Jesus being God, and there's many uh, chapters that tell that uh, John, I mean, that Jesus is God by the I am. So we use this a lot. We make the world into an A for I am. So we'll say that three times. So let's repeat that three times to lock it into our memories. John, John 14. And, and if, if I go and prepare, prepare a place for you, 
I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. John 14. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. John 14. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. John 14. You should be trying to get that picture in your mind. And now I'll say the words, and Johanna will help visualize what the word, what the picture is to lock it into our memory. And if I go... You should see Jesus standing there. And prepare a place for you. By the four made into the house, and the hands preparing also. I will come again. Another one with Jesus coming in the clouds. And receive you unto myself with the hands representing receive from the John icon and the form shape into the people that he will receive to himself. That where I am. So you should see the Father in his mansions and Jesus in there. There ye may be also. With the, the four, with the people standing there with him. And we bring the picture back and we'll repeat this again together. John... 14. 14. And And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. John 14. Is the criteria to enter into heaven only to profess Jesus as Lord or also doing God's will? And our key text is found in me, Lord, Lord. And the answer is Matthew 7. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. And the icon for Matthew is the crown made into the shape of the letters of Matthew because John is Jesus' as a king, and Mark is Jesus as a servant, or the cow, or an angel. Luke is as a man, and John, we just learned, was as God. And so this is made into the crown to help you remember that it's as a king. And Jesus we have sitting here, because all of Matthew 5, 6, and 7 will have this picture in it, because that's the Sermon on the Mount. And so he's made into a five that he's sitting there um, giving the Sermon on the Mount. So we start up here with, not everyone that saith unto me. So this man is talking, and then we used a seven with a not sign going across him that saith unto me, Lord, Lord. And you can think the Lord, Lord, uh, capital, turned upside down, makes a seven. So that's a really easy uh, way to think when you hear Lord, Lord, you can just think of that 7-7, seven, seven, you know it, then it's in Matthew 7. Shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. So here he is coming over here. And so we have that not sign because he's not going to go in there. And then we put the crown up here for the top of the seven made into um, the kingdom of heaven. And then we put the cloud around it to show that that's in heaven. And this is the like castle or the kingdom made in a seven. But he that doeth, so this man is, has a seven with his arm going out to emphasize he's doing the will of my Father. And so this is like the Ten Commandments or the Scriptures. It's what God has said for us to do of my Father. So here we have um, a seven made into a man with a crown and a white beard to represent our Father, which is in heaven. And so we have the clouds around it. And you can think that it's also the kingdom with the Matthew underneath them. So if you kind of get that in the picture, you can remember it's in Matthew. And so we'll put it together like this. Matthew 7, not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, 
shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. And also his hand sticking out with his hand a little bigger to, to know that that's doing it. So, we'll so let's repeat this three times together. Matthew 7. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Matthew 7. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Matthew 7. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Matthew 7. Now I'll read the words and Johanna will help visualize the picture that we were just looking at. Not everyone... You should see Jesus sitting on the mountain of, with the Matthew crown and a person over here with a line of a seven saying, Not everyone. That saith unto me... And the man over here that's talking to Jesus. Lord, Lord. And then the Lord, Lord making the seven upside down. Shall okay. enter into... And the man coming to enter into the kingdom of heaven with the crown on top making the kingdom and the cloud around it be but he that doeth the will so you should see the man with his hand out doing and then underneath it the paper the will of my father which is in heaven and then the seven small down here representing the father made into a seven with the cloud around it and now let's repeat this one more time to lock it in our memory. Matthew 7, not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Matthew 7. What will the righteous say when Jesus appears? Our key text is, we have waited. And we, the answer is found in Isaiah 25. Lo, this is our God. We have waited for him, and he will save us. So the icon for Isaiah is the six-winged angel, because in Isaiah 6 is where Isaiah sees the six-winged angel. And it is in chapter 6 that he sees it. And there are 66 books in Isaiah, or chapters in I, the book of Isaiah, and there were two to cover his face, so we have his face covered partly on his eyes, so that you can think of eyes, and then his mouth is still open for saya, so it's Isaiah, and then um, we have, so we'll start with this over here, lo, this is our God, so lo can also mean like, look, this is our God, so we've made a two into two eyes, and a five into an eye that's looking over here. And now we can say that this is God, uh, representing God, to get it in your mind that it's Isaiah. And so it's, this is our God, and we have waited. So this two is made into a chair, and this five is made into a chair with the legs in the back there. And we, and he will save us. So now you can think this is God and his, this is his arms coming down off the two, saving the ladies and another arm over here, saving the gentlemen. And so we're going to say it together like this. Isaiah 25. Lo, this is our God. We have waited for him and he will save us. Isaiah 25. Let's repeat that three times together to lock it in our memory. Isaiah, Isaiah 25. 25. Lo, this, this is, is our God. God. We, we have, have waited, waited for him, him, and he will save us. us. Isaiah, Isaiah 25. 25. Lo, 
This is our God. We have waited for him, and he will save us. Isaiah 25. Lo, this is our God. We have waited for him, and he will save us. Isaiah 25. I'll read the text, and Johanna will help us understand, visualize the picture. Lo, with the two eyes, or the two, and then the five made into an eyeball. This is our God. You should see the angel. We have waited for him. And the two made into a chair, and a five made into a chair. And he will save us. And the two with the arm coming down, saving the ladies, and the other arm of the five coming down, saving the gentlemen. And let's repeat this one more time. Isaiah 25. Lo, this is our God. We have waited for him. And he will save us. Isaiah 25. What will the wicked do when Jesus returns? Hid themselves is our key text. And we find the answer in Revelation 6. And the kings of the earth, and the great men, and the rich men, and the chief captains, and the mighty men, and every bondman, and every free man, hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains. And our icon for Revelation is the 12 jewels for the 12 foundation jewels of the city in Revelation 21. So we start over here with, and the kings of the earth. So we made this six into like the earth and this first person over here. There are seven different types of people, which is interesting that God has seven of them. And the first one, man was made on day six also. So we've put on their heads a six. And if you um, go to the six creation days, you'll see that's what we have for man making, being made on day six. And so this one, we put a crown on the top of this one, and it starts with the, like the most powerful, like this would be like the presidents and the kings, and then it goes to the great men. And so this is um, a six, and we put an arrow going up because to represent great men, and he's bigger, drew him bigger so that he's great. And this would be like your judges or maybe movie stars or something like that. And then the rich men which are like the bankers. And so we put the jewels beside the rich man, and he's got a bag of money there. And then we go over here with the chief captains, and he's got on a uniform. And then we have our mighty men. So these are the ones who are strong, maybe the army men or athletes. And then every bond man. So this is a man uh, drawn with some uh, little handcuffs on. But probably the bond man are people who work for companies that because they're a little bit better off than the free man these days, because this is Revelation down in our day. The free man, if you have your own business, it's a little harder to make it than if you work for like big companies that can pay you a lot of money. So just uh, with Revelation, that can help you to remember it starts from the greatest down to even um, the, the least when you memorize it. And then hid themselves in the dens. So again, we have the six as the earth, and then the mountain. Now it's it can also be the mountains. And so these are the dens, and we made it into a six, and we put three dens over here, and three rocks over here makes six. So there's six different things to help, more clues to put you in that it's in Revelation 6. And so we put the king there, and the great man, and the rich man, and the chief captain, and the mighty man, and the every bond man and free man. They hid themselves, so they're hiding in it and behind it, in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains. So we'll say it together like this. Revelation 6. And the kings of the earth, and the great men, and the rich men, and the chief captains, and the mighty men, and every bondman, and every free man, hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains. Revelation 6. And let's repeat that three times. Revelation 6. And, and the, the kings of the earth, and the great men, and the rich men, and the chief captains, and the mighty men, and every bondman, and every free man, 
hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains. Revelation 6. And the kings of the earth, and the great men, and the rich men, and the chief captains, and the mighty men, and every bondman, and every free man, hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains. Revelation 6. And the kings of the earth, and the great men, and the rich men, and the chief captains, and the mighty men, and every bondman, and every free man, hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains. Revelation 6. And the kings of the earth. And you should see the man over here on the left with the crown on, standing on the earth. And the great men. And the bigger man with the arrow going up. And the rich men. Standing by the revelation, I mean, yes, icon of the jewels. And the chief captains. And you should see the man with the hat and the suit on. And the mighty men. And the one with the barbells. And every bondman. And the one with the handcuffs. And every free man. And all the, the man with his hands going up. Hid themselves in the dens. And so now we have the brown six made into the dens, them standing in there. And in the rocks of the mountains. And the four standing behind these three rocks. And let's repeat this one time together. Revelation, Revelation 6. six. And, and the, the kings of, of the earth. earth. And, and the, the great rich men. And, and the, the rich portion. men. And, and the, the chief captains, and the mighty men, and every bondman, and every free man, hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains. Revelation 6. You should be starting to see 6 when you hear that. Are the wicked alive or slain at the Jesus' second coming? And our key text is found, burn as an oven. And we find the answer in Malachi 4, The day cometh that shall burn as an oven, and all that do wickedly shall be stubble, and the day that cometh shall burn them up. The icon for Malachi is the large jewel, and Revelation is the last book in the New Testament, and it has all the jewels, and this is the last book in the New or the Old Testament, and it's amazing that its icon is jewels. We didn't intend it to be that way, but that's where it said that when he cometh to make up his jewels, that we will be his jewels. So it actually says that there. Plus, this is where in Malachi 3, where it says he will open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing uh, if you pay your tithes and offerings. Um, so there's a, many things in Malachi that go with the kind of a jewel. And so we start up here with this, the day cometh and on day four, the sun, moon, and stars were made, and so we use that up here to represent the day. And it comes, and so on this four, you can look at it as coming down, and when Jesus comes, it's going to be bright, 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 and it's going to do what? Burn as an oven. So now we've made the four in the shape of an oven. So you can put that uh, oven, when you, you, when you look at an oven, it looks like in the shape of a four, so that's you can put that together. And then we put inside here some fire to represent burn as an oven. And then all that do wickedly, so you can think Cain and Abel, if you were yesterday there uh, at our class, this is the arm of the people who do wickedly who hurt the good people. And so those people equals they shall be stubble. So that equals this wicked people will be stubble. That's like dried up grass um, that burns when you burn. I was always thinking they will be stubble, but they shall, that they're, that they're going to end up being stubble. But that's how they start. They are stubble because stubble just burns to nothing. So this is like, you can think like corn or the grass that's withered up in the shape of a four. And the day that cometh, again, it said the day that cometh, and so we put the day again there with the arrow coming down that cometh, and it shall burn, so there's the burn, and the this wicked man is in there with his arm, is going to burn them up. So you can think that this four, that it's going to go up. 
And actually, the people that they burn up are going to go up to heaven, but they're not. So anyway, you can kind of just um, think different things also to help you give yourself clues. You'll find many clues as you do this because God's word is so complex that, and hit the way he's put the numbers. So we're going to say it together like this. Malachi 4, the day that cometh, or the, the day cometh that shall burn as an oven, and all that do wickedly shall be stubble. And the day that cometh shall burn them up. Malachi 4. Let's repeat that three times together. Malachi, Malachi 4. four. The, the day, day that cometh, cometh that shall burn, burn as, as an oven, oven. And, and all that, that do wickedly shall be stubble. And, and the day that cometh shall burn them up. Malachi 4. The day that cometh that shall burn them as an oven. oven. And, and all that do wickedly shall be stubble. And the day that cometh shall burn them up. Malachi 4. The day cometh that shall burn as an oven. And all that do wickedly shall be stubble, and the day that cometh shall burn them up. Malachi 4. The day that cometh see the sun above the four on the left. That shall burn as an oven. You should see the oven with the fire in the middle of, the, of this number. And all that do wickedly. You should see the person with the arm with the club that's going to hurt that person on this side of that number. Shall be stubble. You should see the number made into this grass. And the day that cometh. You should see the top of the four, this, oh, this, this number, the sun, and the arrow coming down from it. Shall burn them up. And in the middle of this number, the uh, arrow going up. And let's repeat this one time together. Malachi 4, the day cometh that shall burn as an oven, and all that do wickedly shall be stubble, and the day that cometh shall burn them up. Malachi 4. Let's review. We're going to say the words and be ready to give the answer when the words are finished on what chapter what book and chapter that the, the verses uh, from what we've just learned. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. John 14. Go ahead and call it out when you, when you know, uh, right after the words are done. And so we'll go ahead and repeat this uh, to lock it in our memory again. John 14, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. John 14. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Matthew, Matthew 7. Matthew 7. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Matthew 7. Lo, this is our God, we have waited for him, and he will save us. Isaiah 25. Lo, this is our God, we have waited for him, and he will save us. Isaiah 25. And the kings of the earth, and the great men, and the rich men, and the chief captains, and the mighty men, and every bondman, and every free man, hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains. Revelation 6. six. 
Revelation 6. Repeat this again. And the kings of the earth, and the great men, and the rich men, and the chief captains, and the mighty men, and every bondman, and every free man, hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains. Revelation 6. The day cometh that shall burn as an oven, and all that do wickedly shall be stubble, and the day that cometh shall burn them up. Malachi 4. Malachi 4. The day cometh that shall burn as an oven, and all that do wickedly shall be stubble, and the day that cometh shall burn them up. Malachi 4. Our second and third review process is going to go straight through. Do, do we have audio in the back? I'm not sure if, we, if the audio is set up, but we'll see. The, uh, and w without us pausing to repeat the verses, so when you, well, as soon as the words are finished, said, it will... She uh, never was ordained. She was, had the license. Uh, not, not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Matthew, Matthew 7. 7. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. The day cometh that shall burn as an oven, and it, all that do wickedly shall be stubble, and the day that cometh shall burn them up. Malachi 4. And we always show you the picture to reinforce it. And the kings of the earth, and the great men, and the rich men, and the chief captains, and the mighty men, and every bondman, and every free man, hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains. Revelation, Revelation 6. Lo, this is our God. We have waited for him, and he will save us. Isaiah 25. Review 3 of 3. And the kings of the earth, and the great men, and the rich men, and the chief captains, and the mighty men, and every bondman, and every free man hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains. Revelation, Revelation 6. 6. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. John 14. 14. The day cometh that shall burn as an oven, and all that do wickedly shall be stubble, and the day that cometh shall burn them up. Malachi 4. Lo, this is our God, we have waited for him, and he will save us. Isaiah 25. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Matthew, Matthew 7. 7. In the second half of the seminar, we will be learning chapter highlights, which is how the program got its name, Bible Rich. Remember important chapter highlights. So now let's memorize Genesis 6 through 10 with Bible Rich pictures. Genesis 6, Noah builds the ark. The Genesis icon is God made heaven and earth. That's the biggest thing he did in Genesis. So that's the heavens there, and that's the earth, and that's going to be in all the rest of the pictures. And so we start over here with the heart was evil continually. So the reason he had to build the ark was you can think that this six, there's a heart down there, and in the bottom of the six, and this is thou shalt not kill icon. So 
that is representing evil and continually. So you can think of the six going around and around and around the heart. The heart was always just continually evil on the earth. Therefore, God had Noah. So we have Noah down here with the wood, and he's building. So we made the six big with the hammer. So you can always put the hammer in six is Noah building the ark. And God said he'll give them 120 years before the flood to see if they would change. So you can think 6 plus 6 is 12 to give you some of the numbers, the 1 and the 2, for 120 years. And so we're going to say this together like this. Genesis 6, Noah builds the ark. Genesis 6. So let's repeat that three times together. Genesis Genesis 6. Noah builds the ark. Genesis 6. Noah builds the ark. Genesis 6. Noah builds the ark. Genesis 6. Now, Noah builds... You should see the hammer over here made from this number and the ark beside it. Uh, The ark. And we'll repeat this one time together. Genesis Genesis 6. Noah Noah builds the ark. Genesis 6. Genesis 7. The animals get on the ark and the flood 40 days. At the beginning of Genesis 7, the clean animals get on by sevens. So we've made a ramp out of a seven. And you can think of this blank white spot in front of it to represent the clean animals by sevens. And the unclean got on by two. And elephants and giraffes are unclean. So you can think of them. And we've got them going in two by two. And astonishingly, God put this in Genesis chapter 7, verse 2 to match those. It's just amazing. And there was a seven-day wait in the ark before the waters came from the clouds. And so we have, you can think of the seven as pointing to in the ark for seven days that they all were waiting. Then we have an umbrella made with the seven as half of it, and then this is the handle. And rain and umbrellas go together, so that makes a good clue to put for the flood. And so we put the water coming down, a lot of water, and then we have the floodwaters down below here that's covering all the earth to represent the flood. And then the icon, we've covered in water and put a seven on the side so that you can remember it's chapter seven that the flood was in. And you can also think that it was God purified this earth. He made it perfect. All, All the wicked were gone. And so you can think of the perfect number seven to represent the purified world. And fours and sevens go together in the Bible, and if you can see on the bottom of our fours, it makes a seven. And probably because God made the fours with the seven also there too. And like the fourth commandment is the seventh day blessed. Um, And and this is another example in the 144,000 in chapter seven, there's fours and sevens of Revelation. And so we're going to say the simple version. The, these things are the really rich, some of these. But this um, simply rich is just this part up here. So we're going to say the animals get on the ark and the flood 40 days, Genesis 7. Yeah, let's repeat that three times together. Genesis, Genesis 7. The, the animals, animals get on the ark, the flood 40 days, Genesis 7. The animals get on the ark and the flood 40 days. Genesis 7. The animals get on the ark and the flood 40 days. Genesis 7. The animals get on the ark. You should see the seven over here with the animals getting on. And the flood. And you should see the rain coming down on the umbrella with the floodwaters below and the icon covered with water and the Noah's Ark. Forty days. And the forty days beside it. And let's repeat this together. Genesis, Genesis 7. seven. The, the animals, animals get on the ark and the flood forty days. Genesis seven. seven. Genesis eight. The waters abate. 
the raven and the dove. In Genesis 8, this is where the waters abate, and it's really easy because abate and eight rhyme. So we've made the icon down here with bubbles coming up in the shapes of little circles to help you remember that's the eight. And then that he sends out the raven. And if you know that God made the evening and the morning, you can think of the dark. The dark raven was sent out first and then the dove. And so on the top we have um, the raven and the bottom is the dove of the eight. So we'll say it together like this. Genesis 8. The raven and the dove. Genesis 8. I mean, sorry. Genesis 8. The waters abate. The raven and the dove. Genesis 8. So let's repeat that three times together. Genesis, Genesis 8. The waters abate. The raven and the dove. Genesis 8. The waters abate. The raven and the dove. Genesis 8. The waters abate, the raven and the dove. Genesis 8. The waters abate. You should see an eight over here of bubbles. The raven. You should see the bird of the raven on top of this number. And the dove. And down at the bottom of this number. And let's repeat this one more time together. Genesis 8. The waters abate. The raven and the dove. Genesis 8. Genesis 9. The rainbow, Ham sees Noah naked, Shem and Japheth covereth. The 9 is made into the top part, made into the rainbow. And God, that was a promise he made that when you see the rainbow, that you will remember that I made the promise that I won't let the world be covered with a flood again. So the eyeball goes good with that. And then it also goes good with Ham seeing Noah naked. So that's another uh, way to remember the eyeball. And there's uh, Acts 9 is when uh, Saul's eye, Paul, his eyes were blind. There's lots of nines that go with eyeballs. And John 9 is all about the blind man. And um, yeah, there's just... Uh, You'll see as we go through, there's lots of um, pictures with nines as eyes. And so we have, he drank wine. Noah was drinking wine here. And wine and nine rhyme. So that helps you to put another clue in there. And so he's, they, Ham sees Noah naked and then Shem and Japheth cover. So now this is the, uh, you can think that's his cloak that they walked in backwards and put on. Uh, Noah, and this is where also he, they were given meat to eat um, because there was no vegetation on the ground. And so this nine is made into also, this is the red heifer. <laughs> it's amazing some of these, how God has put so many things that match all the rest of the Bible that you can use these same symbols throughout and then it helps you to remember it even better. Um, yeah, the red heifer is in 19, so that's why it's kind of pinkish looking because it's a red heifer. And then, and so it's burning. They were, they could cook it and eat it. And they were given meat to eat. Um, and they, there's little blood drops coming down because he said that to not eat the blood, even back then, he told them not to eat the blood, that it would, he will require it of them. And, but that's kind of really rich material. What we want to just remember today is the rainbow and Ham sees Noah naked, and Shem and Japheth cover. So we'll go like that. Genesis 9. The rainbow, and Ham sees Noah naked, Shem and Japheth covereth. And let's repeat that three times. Genesis 9. nine. The, the rainbow, rainbow Ham, Ham sees Noah naked, Noah naked, naked Shem and, and Japheth, Japheth cover. Genesis 9. nine. The, the rainbow, rainbow Ham sees Noah naked, Shem and Japheth covereth. Genesis 9. The rainbow, Ham sees Noah naked, Shem and Japheth covereth. Genesis 9. The rainbow? You should see on the top of the 9, the rainbow. Ham sees Noah naked. You see the eyeball. Shem and Japheth cover. And at the bottom of the number, 
Noah being covered. And let's repeat this one time together. Genesis 9. The The rainbow, Ham sees Noah naked, Shem and Japheth cover. Genesis 9. Genesis 10. Generations from Noah to Peleg. Earth divided. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Um, This is for generations. We're going to go over here and make this 10 with a line going down to represent the generations and from Noah. So this is the eye, uh, the picture we had drawn with the Genesis covered in the flood. And so we put that down with the zero to represent the zero. Also Noah's name at the end, you can think of the N line making that and then the O for Noah in 10. It was also Adam to Noah in five, which was the bottom of the five and now it's the zero. For Noah, and he is the tenth one, and it's in Genesis ten. He's the tenth generation, and then Peleg. We can. This is you can think of the shape of a P is in the shape of a ten, and his leg. You can think of a leg there to remember that name, and he is the fifteenth one. So God's really orderly. He put in chapter five one to ten, and then in chapter ten ten to fifteen. He was taking them by fives, and then in Peleg's day. This means, for in his day the earth was divided. So it means division. So this is the earth now is the zero, and then a knife that you can think that divided it. And then this is where it tells about uh, Babylon and Nimrod and all the kind of wicked people starting up. Um, So you can think here he was the mighty hunter. So we've made the bow stretched out to make a circle, and then the for the zero, and then the one for the arrow. So, but what we're going to say today is generations from Noah to Peleg, earth divided for Genesis 10. Let's repeat that three times. Genesis, Genesis 10. 10. Generations, generations from, from Noah, Noah to, to Peleg, Peleg earth divided. Genesis, Genesis 10. 10. Generations, generations from Noah to Peleg, Peleg Earth divided. divided. Generations 10. Genesis 10. Genesis 10. (laughs) Sorry. Generations Generations from from Noah Noah to Peleg. Peleg. Earth divided. Genesis 10. 10. Generations. You should see the one of the zero going down. From Noah. And then the zero, sorry, made into, uh, I mean the world made into a zero, the icon. From Noah to Peleg. And then you should see uh, the earth with the knife. The earth divided. Which is the earth divided. You can think of Peleg with that P and the leg also um, for, the, for Peleg. Let's repeat this one time. Genesis, Genesis 10. 10. Generations from, from Noah to, to Peleg. Peleg. Earth, earth divided. divided. Genesis 10. Let's review. We're going to say the words and be ready to give the answer when the words are finished. We won't do the phrases. Noah builds the ark. Genesis 6. Yeah. The animals get on the ark and the flood 40 days. Genesis 7. The waters abate the raven and the dove. Genesis 8. The rainbow, Ham sees Noah naked, Shem and Japheth cover. Genesis 9. Generations from Noah to Peleg, earth divided. Genesis 10. Review two of three. The animals get on the ark and the flood 40 days. Genesis 7. The rainbow, Ham sees Noah naked, Shem and Japheth cover. Genesis 9. Noah builds the ark. 
Genesis 6. Generations from Noah to Peleg, earth divided. Genesis 10. The waters abate, the raven and the dove. Genesis 8. Review 3 of 3. The rainbow, Ham sees Noah naked, Shem and Japheth cover. Genesis 9. Noah builds the ark. Genesis 6. The waters abate, the raven and the dove. Genesis 8. The animals get on the ark and the flood 40 days. Genesis 7. Generations from Noah to Peleg, earth divided. Genesis 10. On, on YouTube, uh, we have our channel, Bible Rich, where we have our video for you to review. And this week's, the, today's video will be labeled Tuesday's Seminar, Simply Rich Review. And we, we recommend that uh, for five days in a row, you wa re re uh, repeat the video once each day to lock it into your memory and uh, as, a, as a technique for, for memorizing. And, uh, and then for uh, one day, uh, and after one week, for one, one day a week for a month, uh, and that should lock it into our long-term memory so that at any time the, these texts and these chapter highlights will be readily available for instant recall. You, want, you have something else? Yeah, I was just going to say, and you can, um, like on the YouTube, we have the review video, and just review it however often you need to, and we're just going to keep putting up all these, like uh, what you're seeing, they're not all up because we're reformatting to the videos, which we're finding to be very quick and easy uh, system to use. Yes, thank you. Uh, so thank you, and may God bless you. And let's have a word, of, let's have a prayer as we uh, close. Our Heavenly Father, we continue to give you thanks for this mighty word of God, this powerful word that has given us so beautiful promises that we will uh, see you uh, returning for us and for these mansions that you're preparing. And thank you for the close association with the word and how wonderful your word is laid out. In Jesus' precious, lovely name, amen. This media was brought to you by Audioverse a website dedicated to spreading God's Word through free sermon audio and much more. If you would like to know more about Audioverse, or if you would like to listen to more sermons, please visit www.audioverse.org.